Welcome to the Cryptocurrency Teens podcast, a podcast aimed to educate teens on cryptocurrency and financial literacy. Each episode features thought leaders in the crypto and blockchain industry or inspiring entrepreneurs from the business world who share their career journeys and words of wisdom for teenagers. I'm Abigail Lee, the host of this podcast series, the founder of CryptocurrencyTeens.com and a junior in high school from New York City. For this episode, I'm excited to interview Marcus Schmalbach, CEO at Ricex and Associate Professor of Blockchain and AI at ESCP Business School. Marcus is the founder and CEO of Ricex, headquartered in New York City. He has longstanding experience in risk and insurance management in various industries. Before the founding of Ricex, he was head of German MBA program located in Munich, Germany. He's still working as professor at ESCP Business School Berlin on innovation matters with a research focus on parametric solutions, blockchain technology, and deep learning AI. Marcus also worked for Allianz SE, Marsh and McLennan companies, and completed his doctorate on captive insurance companies in cooperation with Munich Re America in New York City. Hi, Marcus. Welcome to this podcast. Hi. Thank you for having me. So, Marcus, I see that you are the CEO at Ricex, an associate professor of blockchain and AI at ESCP Business School. Can you tell us more about your company and your roles? <clears throat> yes, yeah, sure. Um, first of all, I'm the CEO of, um, yeah, as you, as you pronounce it correctly, it's Ricex, but uh, finally the, the Y is more likely we pronounce as an E. Um, the Y is just uh, because it looked that nice like a blockchain. So uh, and that's all fine. Most of the people are pronouncing it right at Ricex. We say Ricex. Uh, but finally, it's just um, the short form of risk exchange. Um, and what we do is um, talk, we are um, yeah, an exchange for risks. We tokenize risks and use the blockchain um, to trade um, yeah, hard to cover, hard to place risk um, of fortune corporates uh, throughout the blockchain technology um, and sell it to um, hedge funds, um, uh, insurance linked security funds uh, or big reinsurance companies or stuff like this. So this is where my interest in the blockchain are coming from. Um, we are working with smart contracts, uh, if your audience have heard about that. And uh, yeah, beside that, I became uh, a professor or I've been in the last 10 years a professor and then switched uh, um, into uh, the, the, yeah, let's say the real world business again. And now since two years, <clears throat> I'm happy to be a professor for um, undergraduate and graduate students um, on uh, cryptocurrencies and blockchain. And so perfect fit to discuss with you today. Yeah, so what was your career journey like to get into the crypto or blockchain industry and why did you decide to get into this industry? <clears throat> uh, frankly, it was about, uh, it was not myself. <laughs> uh, I worked, uh, as you said, for a different, uh, for another university before based in Munich. And a student of mine, I always had an eye on this blockchain thing uh, since 2009, 2010. I realized there's something going on as I worked in the finance industry. But it really was a student uh, who came around in 2013, I think, who saw, said to me, Marcus, there's something happening on the blockchain and it will have a disruptive characteristic for the whole finance industry. And I said, really? Okay. Um, during that time, I was head of an MBA program. And then I got uh, really inspired by a student myself. So it goes this way around uh, as well. Um, and I get more and more interested and uh, yeah, started to research in the field of um, 
how really can the blockchain have an influence on the finance uh, risk insurance whatever industry and so this was more likely the starting point for myself uh, to re-enter my industry but from a different viewpoint uh, driven by tech now and not anymore by um, the product solutions themselves our target audience are teens around the world who are interested in cryptocurrency or blockchain do you have any advice you would give them about entering this industry in the future as a career um, based on your own like career experience? Well, yeah, um, uh, as you see, I, I still working in the uh, in the finance sector. And I think I was 12 years old when I got the first time when I saw the first time the movie Wall Street. And I was really inspired by that. Um, uh, but now I'm a little older, we didn't have the internet during that time. So it was uh, much harder to get in touch with the Wall Street and get the information. Um, uh, I would like to say you teens out there who are interested in this market, um, have an eye on that, read carefully on that because some people call the cryptocurrency markets something like, uh, some call it a shit coin, some others call it uh, um, a bubble. Um, I will not be uh, being that progressive saying you uh, that you uh, should not um, be interested or uh, working on that as I think there's a great future um, uh, um, or the, the, the future of the blockchain is still um, uh, uh, sky's the limit. And so um, uh, I would start reading every single newspaper I can get to get a better understanding on the, for example, cryptocurrency, NFT market, but there will be so many markets coming up uh, to get a, a better understanding. And then if maybe start with tiny, uh, tiny, mark, um, tiny money to get into that market. And the blockchain itself is um, a, a fantastic uh, um, area. And the, the earlier you get um, in touch with that and uh, the more you read about that and get an understanding, maybe not just the programming, but especially the business cases who uh, um, um, can be set up on that, uh, the better it would be for your further career, I would say. Yeah, and do you have any advice on like um, like how to stay safe when investing in like crypto? <laughs> That's a perfect question, um, or very very interesting question. Um, f f uh, yeah, f maybe for the joke first. Don't invest in a Squid Game token, um, but maybe. Uh, <laughs> We, yeah, the re that's why I, what I tell my students um, who ask me the same question, by the way, as well. Um, no one can predict the future of cryptocurrency. Sorry, not me and not my smart uh, professor colleagues from different well-known colleges. No one can expect that. Um, I would say safety and cryptocurrency are not on the same level. What I would give you as an advice is invest on the one hand, maybe in a cryptocurrency portfolio, which you can see as a risky portfolio. And then on the other hand, maybe you put your 80% of your money in something which is, let's say, a bit more traditional with a higher security, even you do not have then a 100% security that nothing happens. But um, I would not go all in with cryptos, especially not in the early stages. And um, I know it sounds perfect if someone tells you I made 10,000% uh, um, earnings within one night. 
sometimes things like this could happen but i would not focus too much on these coins and uh, as i mentioned sorry this is a professor in me um it's better to under first of all you have to understand the business models behind um and if you then say okay this is something that sounds interesting that and you have a good feeling with that then i would um give you the advice then yeah follow your heart and invest some 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 first of all tiny money in 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 this idea more likely yeah um so let's talk about your experience as a professor do you have like any like common questions that your students ask you um Oh yeah, good question. Um, as it, it's a, a real early discipline, I would say, with with the cryptocurrencies. Um, so uh, sometimes uh, um, <laughs> my wisdom are, uh, um, um, yeah, are not. Let's say. Um, um, yeah, not underlined with great experience. Let's call it that way. So. Um, I frankly, I, I still learn. Um, and it's more likely that uh, in this special case, I'm not the typical professor who tells the students, we'll, we do this in 30, 40 years, whatever, which is a bit differently if you are lecturing something in marketing or strategic man uh, management or something like this. Um, in this case, uh, it's more likely a discussion with my students. And frankly, some of them are really smart and uh, tell me more than I tell them. Um, so it's really what I would give you as a wisdom is uh, um, stay hungry, stay foolish, um, get as much information as you can. It's such an interesting field. Um, the only thing what you could do wrong is not following on this topic and not uh, um, uh, being interested in blockchain and cryptos and NFT and whatever is coming up uh, in that market, because this is definitely... Um, the future, the future of finance and also the future of, uh, yeah, some people call it the new internet, as you know, I would say, yeah, the impact will be that, yeah, that high, yeah. Yeah, so as professor who teaches blockchain, um, how do you keep up with the rapidly evolving and growing blockchain industry when developing blockchain curriculum for your students? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, what I um, I have the luck um, of knowing many people throughout networks like LinkedIn or stuff like that, um, and sometimes I um, uh, yeah, as we got in touch together, I uh, sometimes just tell my network guys I would love to hear something new. Um, uh, I know last year when the in the early stages of NFT markets, of course I got an understanding, but then I sent an email to a friend of mine who's working for Ernst and Young, and I know they are really much more. He, he sent a presentation uh, throughout the um, LinkedIn, and so I received it, and I thought, okay, maybe he's a good one to talk a bit more about that. Um, so there are so many great use cases out there, um, and it's good to read through them. And then, um, if I'm interested in that, I have the luck to know many people to get in touch with them, and um, yeah, talk to them or invite them, uh, um, yeah, as guests in my own lecturing to talk a bit what what they are working on. Um, as you say, um, there are so many things uh, going on out there, and it's frankly not just cryptocurrency, which most people expect more likely. Um, there are, uh, which is good news for the blockchain itself. Um, I mentioned smart contract a little earlier um, in our podcast. Uh, so this will be the next big thing, I would say, where many, many great use cases coming up. So um, uh, yeah, 
staying in touch with with colleagues, with friends of mine, with other researchers from different university um, or smart guys like you have their own podcast. Uh, it's always helpful to see with whom they are talking, what they are talking about. Um, yeah, this is more likely what, what I do most of my day. Yeah, so what is your view on the new and upcoming generation's attitude towards like crypto? Like what do you see in the future of crypto, like maybe 10, 20 years from now? This is, uh, oh, wow. These are very good questions, by the way. Um, let's see what will happen. What what will be the next thing we are currently uh, working on um, is definitely, um, uh, yeah, bringing the, let's say, the traditional um, finance product and sec securization onto the blockchain, which will have definitely an impact. Um, honestly, um, uh, I will not say that there will be no crypto market there anymore in the future. Um, but what I believe what we will see is um, that young guns like you who maybe became interested in investing due to the fact that there were cryptos and new and something different than your parents are investing in. I think this um, the markets will come together and you will see investments throughout the blockchain technology uh, from a more traditional perspective. So the cryptos are there to stay, I would say. Um, but I think the ones who are really linked with great business models and on the other hand, what we will see in 10, 20 years, maybe that um, the New York Stock Exchange is running over the blockchain and uh, that you can buy and sell um, traditional uh, um, yeah, commodities and stuff like that, but all on the blockchain technology and somehow uh, throughout tokenization and smart contract stuff and whatever is coming up. So I think we will, um, as some people would say, the real world and the digital blockchain world will come more likely um, together. And um, I think the, the financial sector will work by 100% on the blockchain within the next 20 years. Yeah. And so in your like own personal opinion, how effectively do you think crypto has been integrated into daily life already? I would love to say a high percentage, um, but I would say uh, it takes its time. So let's say um, more likely, I would say more oh, below 5%. Uh, frankly, um, the truth is, um, we many people believe that uh, blockchain cryptocurrency is more likely the use case for the blockchain. Um, it is one perfect use case uh, for the big Bitcoin protocol to to understand how it works. Um, but the the let's say the use cases we already developed from an econ economic uh, standpoint, from a researcher standpoint, there are a trillion of use cases which are not already uh, um, yeah, delivered or which are not running in a day by day. So there's a lot of things to do. Um, and um, yeah, so I would really say below 5%, but uh, it's growing steadily. Um, as I said, it will take some time. For the high school juniors and seniors who are deciding which colleges to apply to, do you have any particular colleges to recommend to study crypto or blockchain at? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, frankly, I would say it depends, uh, which uh, this is what the professors always say, it depends. Um, let's start if you are interested in uh, programming itself um, uh, and you want to become a programmer in, uh, uh, in the blockchain world and yeah, being a blockchain programmer finally, um, then you should look for um, uh, the, yeah, one of the well-known uh, university who offer really programming uh, programs uh, like uh, yeah the MIT or Stanford or stuff like that. These are the brains later on who are programming um, uh, the blockchains themselves and develop the tech itself. Um, from the other uh, yeah, perspective, if you are more likely interested in the use cases and the development itself, and you are more likely driven by the economic aspect, um, and you are driven by uh, or getting an under or having an understanding of the financial market, and you are interested in okay, how can we um, transfer the typical securities already existing into the blockchain market? Um, then you should still follow up, I would say, with the traditional um, business schools like um, NYU, Columbia, uh, whatever, Yale, and however you name them. Um, <clears throat> because what we realized in Europe, uh, but also with, uh, with uh, the colleges I'm working in, in the US, we realized, okay, the blockchain um, is um, the new data autobahn and the new tech um, which will have an influence on finance, on strategic management, but and so on. So we will implement this or have already implemented this um, into our traditional BSc um, programs, for example. But if you are really interested in programming, as I said, uh, it, uh, the, the blockchain technology itself, then I would say that the first best addresses are in my opinion, Stanford or MIT. Yeah, and for students who are like really interested in crypto and looking to get into it, do you have like any particular topics that you think that they should kind of like learn more about um, and just like get acquainted with? Um, um, yeah, <laughs> good, good question. Um, um, Frankly, what I would do in that situation, I would really just um, go to Google uh, and um, type in whatever a well-known university linked with uh, with uh, the name blockchain or cryptocurrency, or you go to the Google and say J.P. Morgan white paper on cryptocurrency and stuff like that, um, uh, which is really helpful. And the the big banks and the big companies, but also the big universities, are really open to share um, their research or their ideas with the world, um, as I mentioned, because we are still in the early stages. So it's uh, for them really of interest to making some noise, um, to hiring uh, yeah, future students like you um, um, and sensitize them for that market. So there are a lot of um, really great papers um, and white papers and journals and whatever in the internet already for cost free um, and yeah, just look for whatever, as I mentioned, blockchain, cryptocurrency and at a, a well-known business school or at a, a, a well-known great bank um, and you will, you will get them for free and uh, get access to their, to their think tanks. 
how did you um, learn all about like crypto and blockchain? Like, were there oh, any resources you recommend? Um, frankly, I did it more likely the same way. Um, um, I, I uh, you start with Google, and then um, as you did with me, um, uh, uh, and somehow you you recognize okay, there's someone who wrote something about that, and maybe or who seems to be uh, uh, somehow um, uh, someone who knows more than myself. And then um, I started to send emails and had some interviews uh, with with smart guys of the industry. And some I thought to myself, okay, this sounds a bit uh, weird to me. Some others were a bit more likely, okay, this sounds like my, my, my personal, uh, um, or they touched uh, my heart or my sentence and thought, and I thought, okay, this is the direction I, I want to go. And so more likely it's, it's really a research thing, but the best thing is you get an understanding of the papers and get a, a um, let's say a, a paper-based understanding and then do not hesitate to get in touch uh, with, with the people uh, you listen to in podcasts or um, find them on LinkedIn, find them on email addresses. Uh, so whatever, if someone in your audience interested in, in having a chat with me or something like this, um, normally the persons who are into that market are very friendly due to the fact that um, uh, the upcoming generation is uh, um, is really important to make the blockchain successful as um, sorry I will not have to train a 50 years old mid-management uh, guy uh, from the Wall Street uh, how what the impact of the blockchain will be because he is not really interested in the impact of the blockchain um, it's your generation um, who we have to um, yeah, get get in touch with and, and get them uh, interested in all that uh, big tech um, because this, uh, yeah, you are the future. And so normally the guys are very interested in, in having exchange with younger people, Gen Z, Gen millennials, whatever, to get their understanding of that. Yeah. Um, and what advice do you have for teens who are in a crypto um or the block or blockchain industries just like any like general advice or really any words of wisdom that you would like to share um advice uh yeah if you are maybe interested in uh, if you are already uh, or whatever if you are a teen let me think about that uh, you, you normally finish high school or will finish high school or whatever like this so maybe if you have the opportunity um, do an internship, which might be not perfect, but can be done also from home uh, at nowadays time, or um, uh, as it may be not an internship in the traditional way, like a trainee or something like this, but just uh, with startups who are working on that, who might be interested in inviting you for a 14 days, uh, whatever internship, as I mentioned, or something like this. So um, I would start uh, getting in touch with startups working on that because that's their DNA um, hiring and working with people uh, from elsewhere in the world and uh, giving assistance. Um, or um, if you are already at university and you look for um, a typical internship and uh, yeah, hopefully you have a professor who offers you an, an LOR or, you, or who already has connections within the industry. Otherwise, um, go to the internet, type in whatever blockchain and 
or cryptocurrency and companies or whatever and just send them an email because as i mentioned the even it looks a bit like that the market is already extremely big and it's not we are really always looking for students teenagers whatever who are interested into uh, that topic because the market is still pretty small um, and uh, we are always happy if we can uh, have um, yeah, young guns for, for internships uh, to train them and get them involved into the market and uh, yeah this is more likely how it goes I would say um, yeah yeah like yeah, so since we're like kind of nearing the end of this episode, do you have any just like final thoughts or additional advice that you would like to share? Yeah, I would say, uh, as I mentioned, stay, uh, stay, uh, stay awake. Um, um, uh, fr fr frankly, I really love this podcast. Um, I listen to some others as well. Um, uh, this is a great idea to to sensitize young people for that topic. Um, so um, whenever I can assist uh, someone of your audience or yourself, um, please let me know. Would be happy to link you with some other guys. Um, yeah, how to say, uh, as I say, the blockchain, definite, the blockchain itself is definitely the tech of the future. Cryptocurrency are there to stay as well, but there is still so much um, opportunities in the market uh, um, and so um, many opportunities for young for young guns really to to create their own their own markets within the blockchain environment. So it's fantastic and uh, best of luck for everyone who wants to join uh, that um, that industry. Um, I would say. Um, if you would be my children, I would say, yes, follow up on that topic. It's definitely the future. And um, yeah, as I said, if, if, you, if you need any advice or if I can make you some whatever um, further relationships, um, please let me know. Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been such a pleasure and a really educational experience. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to like speak with me. Um, yeah, thank you. Likewise, thank you too. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Cryptocurrency Teens podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and visit the cryptocurrencyteens.com website to find extra resources and info. See you soon. Disclaimer, the views, information, or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of cryptocurrency teams and its staff. Second disclaimer is that this is not financial advice. The information contained in this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as financial advice. In general, the advice offered by our guests should be general advice about the cryptocurrency industry or the blockchain industry and not specific investment advice.